What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Why I see things a little differently. I am this little chemical man. We have Henny Wrestling back on. Uh, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Hope, hope all is well with you, my brother. And yeah, man, it's all good with me. All good with me. So I wanted to have you back on. I asked you back on because I wanted to get your thoughts. Um, anyone who follows him, and we're going to put his socials in the description. He'll tell you them as well. But he he's like me. He's 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 all the way into wrestling, right? He's in there, not just one company's in everything. Same thing with me. So I want to get your thoughts on the official end of the territory days. I know some people say those were many years ago, but really, technically WWE was the last territory as it was as it was just sold to TKO. Do you have any thoughts of the state of the company right now, WWE in particular? Um. The state now that we're seeing in the new era, we just gotta see how how this goes. Um, we have seen the everyone has seen WWE since they was there since they was a child. I'll, I'll say from the 80s to to now, you know. So now with this new era, you know, you have WWE and UFC like together with TKO. We'll see how things go because it's just the it's just the beginning. I don't know what was the um the intentions behind all that. But it was it, it was just mind blowing when 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 we realized like this was like the la- like last Monday was like the last Monday, um, Vince McMahon um was like owner of uh, owner WWE or technically you know owner, so we'll see how it goes. Like I'm not I'm just gonna sit back see see how it goes. If it's if it's the same flow. Since Triple H took over, then I think WWE is going to be in good hands. If it's going to start changing and stuff, then I smell trouble. So, my opinion, as I said, I've said this on this show before, um, I've been a part of two takeovers. I've been, unfortunately, <laughs> um, I have the experience of working with a company as they're sold. The one thing I can say is there are usually mass layoffs of redundancies unfortunately so like the things we saw last friday as far as our two fridays ago now is this, this show will be out next monday but um you you won't see two different marketing departments or two different graphic designs departments i don't think it's going to change much of what we see on the screen um because I mean, think about this the only reason it sold for 9.6 billion dollars is because aria manuel said if Vince McMahon is not part of this project, then I have no interest in buying this company. So it's it's not going to change. We're going to still see the same matches every week on Raw, Judgment Day versus Cody Rhodes or whoever. Um, I do feel like it will change or can change how we see some things. Like, who knows how it will come when the Peacock deal comes up in two years? Like, will you still be able to see pay-per-views for 13 bucks or whatever, wherever... Uh, level that you pay for on Peacock, or will right. they, or will it be like a pay per view type of thing? I will say this: WWE wrestling is hot right now, especially WWE. WWE is hot. I'm not gonna lie to you though, Henny. I am not gonna pay 59.99 to see a pay per view called Payback with six house matches on it. That's just me personally as a fan. You know what I'm saying? 
So I think that's I think stuff like that you can like to me and I and I gave AEW crap for this. To me, they I'm not saying they priced anybody out, but you have two back to back pay per views and you want to make that a yearly thing. You need to have a deal then in place. It needs to be some type of bundle you have for people who can buy both. Because fifty dollars a pop for both for both is a lot of money, man. And so like I could afford it, but at the same time it's like. <laughs> oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I guess my next question to you is. What did you think about? There's been a lot of talk about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna make my feelings known up front. I don't have a, a dog in this fight. I can care less. But what are your thoughts on the official last McMahon owned Raw having Nia Jax end it in her return? Do you have any feelings towards that at all? Um, I don't, cause I don't know. Um, I know everybody's pointing that fence because that's like, oh, that's a Vince McMahon move and stuff. Um, cause. How can I say this? We all know where Ripley is, is a force to be reckoned with. We all know that. She's a problem, you know. And bringing Nia Jax, um, I'm like in the middle because I'm, I'm going to throw this out there. I was very disappointed at the fans during the pandemic because she was, it, while, you know, while she was botching and all of that, everybody was like, fire her, fire her. But the moment they released her, everybody's getting upset. Make it make sense. You guys <laughs> wanted her to be gone, and now that they released her, now you're upset. Make that make sense. But um, if she improved, if she because like she she been gone for like what two three years now? I think two years. So we'll see if she improved. If she dedicated crap on um, her craft. See, like I heard so Wilkins from Jabba Tears. She don't need to do flips and stuff. All she needs to do is. Female wrestler to the face and and go home. You know, so we'll see how this thing, we'll see how these how this goes. I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna like throw in the towel already because like we don't know what kind of improvement is going. So just sit back and see what happens. So and okay, so I do have a thought on that. So from my knowledge, and once again, this this is just people um, that talk to me. Um, I, I I you're you're out there way more than me when it comes to the wrestling thing. I can't. I cannot, with uh, with patience, <laughs> I cannot have a, a civil conversation with every wrestling fan. It's just not possible. Um, <laughs> so um, I feel you on that one. <laughs> so for me, I feel like in my inner circle of wrestling fans, what they were mad about, just the people around me, they were more mad how she got fired they, because she didn't want to take the the needle, right? And that look here. There's a lot of people that don't want that don't want to get the cure or whatever, and so she was one of them. And when that came out, that's when they were mad about. It. But they weren't necessarily mad that she was fired because she has hurt a lot of wrestlers. Do I think she's hurt them on purpose? No. I have brought up though. I brought this up, and no one talks about this. I haven't heard anyone talk about this. There was one match uh, the summer of that year she got fired in 2021, where her and Charlotte Flair were throwing real blows at each other because Charlotte Flair got too hostile. So. I'm wondering if it's one of those things where these women have a deal to go stiff with each other, and sometimes it might just look bad because she she's a she's the biggest woman on the roster. I don't care what anyone says; she's gonna hit the hardest, you know. Um, and so I think that could be some of it. I, I I can only speak from my side of the wrestling fandom. The reason why I have no dog in this fight is because I'm not a big fan of Nia Jax. I think there is a place for her in wrestling and WWE. Um, but I can't sit here and tell you if I'm being 100% honest with you. I look forward to her matches or I have anything against her matches. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So I, I, I don't have any feeling of it. I, I guess for me personally, 
for that to be the last image of Raw, I, I don't know how I felt about it because like what what did you think would be the last image of a the McMahon owned Raw? Like I don't I don't think they were really thinking too deep about it, to be honest with you. I think they were thinking about business as usual. And look here, Rhea Ripley has I don't care what anyone says about AEW. WWE has the same problem. They are, their women division suck. Both. <laughs> what do you think about that though? Oh, the one. Um, hmm. I I enjoy. I me personally, I enjoy Impact's women's wrestling way more than I do the, the uh, AEW. Oh no, I, absolutely. I'm sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. No, absolutely. Um, can I say this? Um, I do. I do agree with you with a um, certain and a, a certain extent. Okay. Because um. Yeah, the division is not the, the well, well, we can agree that the WWE Women's Division is not look is not looking that it's not looking that good. We're like we like we was hoping like the be like the, Bianca she deserve a break, so you know we let that. But we was hoping like the damage control and uh, Raquel Rodriguez, all all these female wrestlers would step up, and we haven't seen and we haven't seen and we haven't seen that. You know, it feels like Rhea Ripley is like carrying that division, both Raw and SmackDown, which is unfortunate. Um, the AEW for so long it was all Jay Cargill and um Britt Baker for for the last couple like year or two it's all, it's been Jay Cargill and um and um Britt Baker to each of his own when it comes to to the AEW and WWE Women's Division I do agree with you to a certain to a, a certain extent but it but it's, it's it's looking iffy but like I do agree with you that Knockouts Division I don't I don't know how they're pulling it off but they're doing a heck of a job. Um, no, they, they just, they, in my opinion, they just have a focus on, on it, you know, um, yeah. and, and I don't feel like, I, I, someone asked me a good question, uh, one, one of the fans asked me a good question, they said, when was the last time WWE had a storyline with women that didn't involve a title? I don't know, <laughs> you, you know, and the one, the one that I can think of was the Mandy Rose story with Otis, you know, um, that didn't, that never had a title involved in it at all, um, but otherwise, I don't, I can't think of a, a storyline where it's Senator. I mean, currently they're working on this Shotzi and um, Bailey. Bailey thing. I, I don't quite understand that. Um, I get to trying to highlight Shotzi more. Um, I guess for me, I think Shotzi. I don't know if like she just takes too many chances. I don't know, but Shotzi, in my opinion, has kind of regressed with her with her with her skills. And I, I'm, I don't know if it's a confidence issue. I don't know what it is. But I feel like Shotzi, when she was in NXT, her work was a lot cleaner. And I don't know what happened when she got to the main roster. But I've lost interest in her because of that. Um, And no disrespect to Shotzi, but Bailey should be doing something else. Bailey needs to be doing more, in my opinion. Absolutely. So, um, look here. These are just our opinions. But, like, for me, I want him on just because... I feel like there's not much that's going to change with WWE, but I also feel like there's there's things that um, that, that that will... Are, I'll use this as an example. The Rock came back uh, last Friday. He's claiming, mm-hmm. he's claiming that there was a deal all set in stone for him to wrestle at WrestleMania 39. I don't think if you didn't... I don't think it could be set in stone if he didn't wrestle, but that's just me. So, if he... Because I have an idea here. I want your thoughts first, though, Henny. If he does wrestle Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40, where does that leave Cody Rhodes? Where's with it? Where's with that lead? Where would it be Cody Rhodes? I'm going to be honest with you. If they're going to do all this thing, and people could call me crazy, I would suggest 
Roman Reigns will, will have to wrestle two nights. You either have Roman and The Rock night one or vice, or vice versa because this match was picture perfect for this year's WrestleMania. Hollywood, Rock's um, home away from home, and then you got Roman Reigns who, who his title run has been ridiculous. You can say whatever they want, but his title run has been crazy. I think we'll never see that title reign like dec- for decades to come. Um, I would, for me, I would, I would have Roman Reigns um, wrestle two two nights. Now it will be tough because let's say Cody does beat Roman Reigns, everybody's gonna say, oh, The Rock softened Roman for for Cody and vice versa. So it's it's you, you pick your poison, but I would have Roman Reigns wrestle night one would be night one would be Roman versus Cody, and then night two will be um. Roman versus The Rock, no title. Cody finishes story in night one, and then night two you have Roman versus um The Rock, the match that everyone wanted to see um for um for for a very long time. So uh, here's my idea actually, because I, I don't I don't want to see him wrestle twice because Roman Reigns matches aren't that good to me. <laughs> um, nah, don't worry about that. Um, Teacher's own. <laughs> right. What I would do is. The the Rock versus Roman is going to sell tickets no matter. The tickets have already been sold. They've already sold the most tickets they've ever sold in Philadelphia's history uh, for WrestleMania. So, The Rock and Roman will sell more tickets. So you put them on night two. I would actually have Cody def- defeat Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble in the stadium. I would have him finish the story and the at the Royal Rumble. So that way that's over, and that way now you can get Cody a fresh challenger at WrestleMania because I have a feeling. That Gunther is going to be the one to challenge whoever the world heavyweight champion is, and he's going to be the one to, to win that title at WrestleMania Night One. But I think you, I think you should finish the story with Cody at the Royal Rumble. Um, that's just me personally. Um, I do think, but because Reigns versus Rock does not need the title, it's both, it, it doesn't need it at all. Um, but I also don't want to see Roman wrestle twice, not because I don't like his match. That was exaggerating, but mainly because I don't think. He needs a main event two nights. I think that I, I think we have enough storyline here building to WrestleMania to where other people should should get some shine and we shouldn't be having people being multi man matches because he's main eventing two nights. I think that's a waste, personally. Um okay. but but like, as you said, to each its own. Um I think you would set a dangerous precedent with that though. Um and also if we're being honest, Roman's the face of the company. He's already very, very, very part. This dude is very part time. Yep. You know, he is, you, you don't need him getting hurt, though, and then being off more time. Um, but no, I see what you're saying with that. But either way, I think Cody should finish the story at some point in time. And Cody should be the one to pin Roman Reigns in a singles match. because he's, he's already been pinned in a one on one match. I mean, I mean, I mean, tag team match. But he should be pinned in that. Um, the last question I have for you, and it's something I want your thoughts on as well. You said her name earlier. What are your thoughts on Jay Cargill now being WWE bound? Um, I'm looking forward to see what's the what's the um, what's the plan they have for um, for Jay Cargill. Um, I feel like in AEW they um, they started her off well. What bothered me was they dragged the title reign just for Chris just for Chris Stanlander to come back, and then not only defended the belt but also lose the belt on, on the same night like that like that bothered me because it's like you could have waited on dynamite for her to lose the belt or like a month later but you have to do it at the same night like that's that like that was that was terrible like 
at the beginning everybody was everybody was looking for everybody was looking forward to this. It's like everyone was waiting on who was gonna be the one to defeat um Jay Cargill. But they dragged it just for Chris Stanlander to come back and dethrone her. I didn't like that. But for her to go to WWE, I think that's I think it's I think it's great. But she but what she did in AEW, she would not she would not be able to do it in WWE because you know it's it's a family it's a family program. Like people need people need to get that in our in in their heads, including myself. It's a it's a it's a fa- it's a family friendly program, and what people can do in the indies and in AEW. They were not going to be able to do it in WWE, so we'll see what hap- We'll see what happens. I have high hope. I have high hopes for her because like people like her excel in the system of WWE. So we'll see what happens. But I'm very looking forward to. I'm very looking forward to the plans that um, WWE has for um, Jay Cargill. Yeah, um, I'm actually. I'm on the fence about this one because someone had hit me up and they want my opinion on this. I don't think AEW could have done any more with her. They built her up very well. Um, the the only thing I will disagree with this, I if her, from what I'm reading from these insiders, I'm doing air quotes here. You can't see me doing air quotes. Supposedly her 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 deal had expired, and so I guess they just didn't want to have the CM Punk situation again. So I guess that's why they did what they did with Chris Statlander being surprised coming back. Because at the time she said she was gonna take a break, but that if she's not if she doesn't have a deal, that means she doesn't have to come back. I'm not saying that Jay Cargill would do anything like that, but you don't really want to put yourself in a position again that they've already put themselves in with one person that uh, then eventually got fired. But um, I, I see that as a businessman. Um, I didn't really mind the, the title change so much. We already knew it was coming. It wasn't that big of a surprise, I guess. Um, but I, I can't say that they that the booking failed her at all. Now, to me, Warlow, they're just packing his bags to WWE. They book him awfully, awful. So his his bags are already packed at WWE, and you know what? He he might be better going there, but you know, Jay Cargill is insanely marketable. Uh, it's unfortunate that she's an AEW original leaving, but the, the the fact of the matter is this: she may thrive better in that role. But I will never say, I will never ever say that the AEW booking um, failed her because. She was the first black woman on a video game cover. She has her own action figure. Uh, she has her own chase action figure. She was she was very she was marketed very much so. She got, always got if you look at all of her pay per view matches, they got the the, the long entrances, the, the elaborate entrances. So she probably just got offered more money, and that's okay. She got to do what she got to do for her family. You know, she has a she has, yeah, a, she has a boyfriend and a, and a child. So. But I won't. I mean, I know some people hit me up saying that they failed her. I don't see what more they could have done, honestly. But no, I'm with, I'm with you. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they can do with her. Um, I don't think she needs to change. I don't think she needs to change much of her her style up as far as her talking. Because the one thing that her her cut line that she was her her tagline that she was using, even AEW stopped her from using it. So um, I'm sure she'll find something else. But it it is a different world in, the, in WWE, though. You know, so. Um, she's gonna have to learn their their way, and, I, and I'm curious because I'm more curious just because I wonder if she's one of those wrestlers that would be happy in, in WWE. I, I don't know if she would be happy. Like Bianca Belair, they 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 don't have, they they show with her. They know how to highlight a black woman and make her a champion for a long period of time. I'm sure they could do the same thing, but I'm wondering if Bianca Belair for them was a fluke or was it the real deal? Is that how, is that how they will be able to book women because I heard there's still that pending lawsuit about 
what that uh, that young lady that was a writer for WWE sued them for. So um, I wonder if if that was just a one off, or is this the thing that they can do more consistently? But um, no, man. I know you. I know you're just getting home and everything like that. And we already we did the freaking show. <laughs> um, yeah, that's good. But, but it's all good, man. I'm glad you're on. Um, do you have anything you want to plug before you go? Um, okay, I want to add. I want to add this. I know we're talking about Jake Cargill and stuff. Because um, what's coming to my mind? You remember how she was really like OD half naked, and then she had like the dollar. She had like the dollar. Um, oh, what are you talking about? I know you're talking yes, about now. That. If that was like attitude era, ruthless aggression era, she would she could get away with it. But in this era, a, um, absolutely not. So this is so I, that's why I, I wanted to bring that up because like they did cut her off saying you know saying all these profanity words and stuff. But at the same time, the things that she was able to do in AEW, she she can't she might not do she might not have a chance to do it in WWE because again it's a it's a family friendly program. And, you know, and the last thing they want is someone who is in the Someone like Jake Cargill, who is a tremendous athlete and is showing off, you know, almost everything, you know. So that's why I said like it's gonna be it's gonna be a little bit different from her with AEW now that she's going to WWE. Get what you're saying? You mean you mean more of her outfits? No, um, yeah, those things. Yeah, she's not gonna have a choice but to clean that up. But no, I get 100% what you're saying. Um, no, um, you can find him at Henny Wrestling on Instagram. Uh, do you use any other platforms? I know I follow you on Instagram. TikTok, I'm using it, I'm using it for a bit, and um. One, one, one last question for you before you, before you go. Didn't you just do commentary for a wrestling pro, a show? Uh, did I see wrong? Yes, I did. Uh, I did uh, pre-show. Uh, I was on commentary for uh, for a pre-show for an indie show. How'd that go? Um, it was it was actually it's like my second time doing commentary um this year. Mm-hmm. That's that's what's that's the only thing like I really like haven't done as far as like wrestling is concerned because like I was able um, an opportunity to ring announce um this year early er, beginning this year I walked with a I walked I walked a wrestler to the ring and it was and commentary was like something that I always wanted to do I don't know if I don't know if I could able to go like full blown and like go to like AEW WWE Japan Impact and things like that. Let's see what let's see um what well, let's see where God takes me from there. But um you know at first it's, at first it's, it's nerve wracking because it's like you want to like you want everything to be flawless. Mm-hmm. You know you want you want your speaking your your all of that you want to you want it to be flawless. But at the same time it's like you haven't if you haven't done something. It's not gonna come. Nat- it's not gonna come natural to you. Yes, probably certain things will come natural. At the same time, it won't. It won't because you haven't put everything together yet. So I'm in a point where yes, I have the voice. Yes, I can talk. Yes, I have like a little bit of knowledge. But once I put everything together, then that's when it's gonna start flowing. So, um, couple. I think it was a couple of Fridays ago. Um, you know, it was. It wasn't like a 15 minute match. It was a good five, five six minutes, and um. You know, I had fun. I enjoyed it. So hopefully, when the next show, hopefully next show, I continue and and I build it up from there. All right, follow him at Henny Wrestling on Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. That and the Slow Chemical. That is, I see things a little differently. We are out.